0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the National Press Club's Update One podcast. I'm Gemma Puglisi, a member of the club's broadcast team. And on this edition, we will talk with the founder and president of Media Literacy Now, Aaron McNeil. Aaron is nationally recognized as an expert on policy related to media literacy and as an advocacy leader. She is leading an initiative in states across the country to ensure that all K-12 schools are teaching a comprehensive set of media literacy and digital citizenship skills. The organization has provided guidance and resources to advocates in more than two dozen states who have educated hundreds of legislators and education policymakers and helped enact 18 laws in nine states. Prior to her starting the organization, Erin spent years as a journalist. She wrote on a wide range of topics from pandemics, disasters, and local politics in San Francisco. She has also covered environmental and economic policy at the Congressional Quarterly and recently served as a copy editor at the Christian Science Monitor in Boston. She is a graduate of the University of Pennsylvania. And I must add that she was also a former U.S. Army reservist with. Jump Wings earned at Fort Benning, Georgia. Welcome, Erin. I don't know if I should do this whole interview about your experience as a reservist and the Jump Wings, but thank you so much. Welcome.
1: Oh, that's another story. But thanks, Jim. I'm glad to be here.
0: Thank you. So even before we begin, I wanted to ask you, explain exactly what media literacy is if someone asked you. You know, you talk about citizenship skills, but what exactly is media literacy?
1: Media literacy is a set of skills that allow us to navigate the modern system of communication. So, we say that it's um, the ability to decode media messages and also really to understand the system in which they exist. So, why is not only what does this message mean, but why has it appeared in front of me on my feed or whatever? Um, and then to understand and assess the influence of those messages on, on ourselves, our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors as individuals and, and also as a society. Right. Um, and then as media literacy is essentially literacy of the 21st century, so it's you know, literacy, reading, and writing. So mm-hmm. with media literacy, you also need to know how to use these tools to create messages and um, participate uh, you know, right, right. responsibly and effectively in today's uh, world.
0: Right. You know, of course, uh, I read uh, the website and heard uh, about all the great work that you've done and how you started this organization, but your story is truly fascinating, and you share with us it kind of all began because you have young boys and you were beginning to ask a lot of questions because, you know, they were watching cartoons and then they had commercials in between those cartoons and then they were watching sports on television and you were noticing these ads. And so tell us a little bit about how this journey began for you, creating this media literacy now.
1: Well, when they were young, I did spend a lot of time watching what they were watching the way that we tell parents to do or used to when it was when it was possible to sit next to your kids and see what they were seeing but the cartoons they would watch and the ads I I saw a lot of basically early training in sexism mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know the the cartoons all had male protagonists they used language like oh you know you're such a girl mm-hmm. if you're if <laughs> if they were doing something that wasn't masculine enough and so there's all this early training and then uh the ads um you know there was just so much commercialization there were misleading ads manipulative ads getting them to want to go to mcdonald's um right, or right. some fast food or that sort of thing um you know, one thing I kind of missed at the time was right. that there was also this training in, you know, there, there's training to be sexist in, and to view girls a certain way. But they're also being trained in how they should, they themselves should be.
0: Right, right, should behave or how to yeah, act, right? Like what, right? you know,
1: what's, what can boys be? Mm-hmm. And it's a very limited box that... Uh, they they get trained in early on
0: so let's say this I am a young student and I am going into the classroom how would you teach me media literacy
1: well of course it has to be age-appropriate right but I think it can start very early in fact parents are doing this with their kids before they get to school and it really has to start early because the messages are targeting kids earlier and earlier but let's say they're young in kindergarten first grade they're seeing lots of media not really having a chance to talk about it with anybody so they're very interested and they have a lot to say so maybe a teacher would show them a film a kid film and then maybe get them to answer questions about it about the decisions that were made Mm -hmm. so i saw one example where uh the students would watch a film, and there was this worm, and it had a hat, and the teacher would be asking, well, what color was the, was the hat? And so it starts to get them to understand that somebody made that decision. It didn't just appear. It wasn't just mm-hmm. handed down mm-hmm. from God. So that gets, sets them up for you know, having that habit of inquiry. Right, right. Um, obviously, it gets, you know, more uh, sophisticated as they get older in high school. They might be looking at ads and, and learning about the psychology behind that. And why is it that they want to go and smoke cigarettes after they see this ad? Exactly. Or <laughs> a
0: certain uh, brand our, our, of Right, or alcohol. Our, our alcohol. Thank you for sharing that. So some of the pros about media literacy, obviously, is to empower students, right? And, and you say it's to question messages and tell their own stories and to participate in global media environment. And there's also positives beyond that. You know, uh, As you mentioned, it's highly engaging for students. It's a very effective way to teach, correct? And what I loved is what was, um, you mentioned is it is seen as a key 21st century communication skill by business leaders. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Well, that's true. When somebody hires an employee, they want them to be able to obviously communicate on email. Email's not new, but (laughs) some people haven't quite gotten it down yet. Um, We're communicating on social media. Sometimes as an employee, you might say something that the company uh, feels is representing them. And they don't want to have, you know, their message changed by what their employees are saying on social media.
0: Right. For right.
1: example. Mm-hmm. So beyond that, you know, many companies are are establishing their brand, and the employees that work on that uh, work need to have some skills with all these communication techniques, of video and et cetera. So right. it's it's an, it's a job opportunity as well as being something that's, like, maybe preventative for them. Right,
0: and starting them young is important. You know, I'm also a college professor, and um, we have seen some surveys, and we hear it from, you know, future employers. And, you know, it used to be we want people to write well, which is so important, of course, but now we're Mm -hmm. seeing uh, interpersonal skills that are important and teamwork. Teamwork has become so important uh, so that everyone can work together to achieve great goals. So I think this whole idea of media literacy and, and helping young people understand the importance of communication and uh, giving these the opportunity to see why, you know, why it's so important at a very young age is so is so beneficial.
1: Of course. And even when students are using apps and social media, and that's right. thing, They might say things or do things differently than they would in person. You know, that's important for them to learn early. Why am I saying something that I wouldn't? to this person's
0: face exactly and, you know, and, and
1: employers want people to be aware of that as well uh,
0: exactly and you tell us about the pros and i've talked about the pros but there are challenges erin right i mean there are problems for for teachers and you mentioned this um the problems um what you had mentioned uh, earlier was that teachers are often uh pushing against their school administrators who have filled their schedules with very specific curriculum that has to be covered share a little bit about that about those challenges
1: well, sure. There's a lot of people that say, oh, we really should be teaching media literacy in schools. And right. teachers are seeing the repercussions of, um, especially with young people and social media, how it's, it's, it's coming into the classroom. If there's a conflict outside of the classroom or on social media, um, the kids are looking at their phones constantly to see what people are saying about them. You know, there's the fear oh, of yes. out. There's right. all of these things that are distracting kids from learning so teachers are very aware of what's happening and mm-hmm. it's, it's really interfering with other learning and at the same time they also recognize that we can use these tools to teach literacy for example we can teach them um you know if they're they're using these tools creating videos for youtube right um you know we they can learn how to actually prepare a film script and and create media, starting with literacy, starting with writing.
0: Right. And Erin, you're so right because, you know, I also teach a high school program during the summers, and I am amazed at how... Uh, technology savvy these young middle schoolers and high well high schoolers are I mean they can create anything and post it on YouTube and they have these amazing skills at such a young age uh, which you know which you kind of emphasize and, and how important that they understand the um, everything there is to know about media li- literacy and helping them understand right
1: yeah and, and it's very engaging so teachers are finding that if they're they're teaching with media mm mm-hmm at young ages, some of the children that maybe aren't that engaged when they're teaching reading and writing from a book Mm -hmm. um, are much more excited about watching a film and then writing their own script.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And we're seeing a lot of that. So you've done such uh, incredible work. And and as I mentioned in the introduction, you've helped enact 18 laws in nine states. What are the next steps? What what is the, the dream or goal for you?
1: Well, we'd like to see every state, of course, uh, change their policies so that media literacy is a- assumed to be required in every you know mm-hmm. in every classroom. A comprehensive set of skills in every subject from mm-hmm. K through 12. Um, part of that is is increasing the understanding and awareness of what media literacy is and how it can be um, introduced and how it can be rolled into the current curriculum and uh, and all, the te- all teachers can bring in some element of media literacy, whether they're in, you know, third grade or history or math or science. Um, you know, science, you can see with the, with the pandemic and vaccines. Right,
0: exactly. We mm-hmm. need some <laughs> and
1: misinformation around that, it's, it, it fits into all the subjects
0: if there are teachers that are interested to hear more about, of course, they can go to the website, and if you want to provide us with that information, but what also um, advice do you give to uh, teachers that are interested in learning more about it, or how to uh, how to know more about media literacy and how they can connect with you? Do you want to share your information for us, your, your website, to get more information about media literacy now?
1: Oh, sure, and teachers as well as Everybody the general population is welcome to come here. This is for kind of for everybody. We're, we're building awareness in, in across the country
0: and for, for the, the future out. for our young people
1: and for young people. So um, we do have our, our website is media literacy org. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a what is media literacy page so you can learn more there about what what it is and then Teachers, parents, and others can go to the resources page, where we've collected a, a selection of, of resources that are either downloadable on, online, and they're divided by different subject areas. So there's so many great organizations out there that are creating this this content, this curriculum. That um, there's no shortage. In fact, sometimes it's a little overwhelming, but we've broken it down into different uh, types and, and grades and subjects. But there's so many resources and so much great work being done around the country by by interested, passionate individuals, teachers, academics. Um, but, you know, our goal is to get this Out from there. this page right. into the classroom. Um, so, yeah, I, ex- I urge people to to explore the, the website.
0: Because of all the great work that's been done, what kind of feedback have you uh, gotten from parents? Have parents noticed Um the, uh, you know, have they noticed how great the media li- literacy education has been for their young kids when they come home? Have, have you heard, you know, have you heard feedback from families and mem- and uh, parents about this?
1: Parents, yes. Parents are obviously very worried and concerned. They, they can't always tell what their children are, are up to, you know, on their phone. Right. Um, and it can be quite
0: daunting yeah it's pretty daunting Um, you know
1: sometimes it's great sometimes you find out they've been doing great things but other times um you know you find out too late uh so we actually were able to improve the media literacy requirements in massachusetts around civics and social studies Mm -hmm. in middle school and i have actually heard uh from parents who have said you know uh Oh, you do media literacy? Oh, my, my student is learning that in, in, in middle school in their social studies class. And uh, without them necessarily knowing that we had been behind this, this law. Oh, that's
0: great. Mm-hmm. So that was
1: obviously very satisfying.
0: That's great to hear. Thank you. Thank you so much, Erin McNeil, for being here today with us and to discuss all really the important work that you do and Media Literacy Now does. Thank you for sharing how we can get in touch with you and information on the website. This is Gemma Puglisi. My thanks to my colleagues, Mike Hempen and Mark Hamrick, on behalf of the broadcast team at the National Press Club. Thank you for joining us today. Update One is a production of the National Press Club's Broadcast Podcast Committee. You can comment on this podcast or any episode of Update One by sending an email to update1podcast, that's update, the number one podcast, at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Update One.